0: Hello!
1: He is Samuel Broden.
0: And she is Kristen R.B. Peterson.
1: We are your new play-based advocate, BFFs, and we are answering all your early childhood burning questions.
0: Each episode, we are honoring play in childhood by exploring how imagination creativity, and hands-on experiences can shape young minds.
1: From the quest for the perfect Play-Doh recipe to the epic battle of cleanup time, we've got you covered.
0: Whether you're an administrator looking for ways to embrace more play in your program or a classroom teacher looking for new ideas and inspiration, we've got you covered.
1: So grab a cup of coffee or wine and join us to laugh, learn, reflect, and honor play. Let's get going! Samuel Broden.
0: Oh, Kristen Peterson. Hi.
1: Hi. Okay. So I have a guess guess which country question for you. Yeah. Um and it's a uh, weird sports is the theme. So uh, I want you to guess which country has a cheese rolling competition. So they get a big wheel of cheese and they roll it down a hill and adults race down the hill after the roll of cheese to try to catch Ooh. it before it hits the bottom of the hill. It's an actual competition that happens. How big is the I,
0: roll of cheese? Like big, I'm The guessing. circle of
1: cheese. Yeah, it's just like a giant circle of cheese.
0: Okay, let's see. So something European... <laughs> Obviously, um, I'm gonna guess. Oh God, um, ooh, maybe Ireland.
1: Oh, England. Oh, yes.
0: Pretty oh, close. I, I think was they thinking do... to like Netherlands or something. I was thinking yeah. something like over there, but yeah, Denmark. that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah
1: cheese rolling huh. competition mm-hmm. there's also then, another interesting one I came across it's a wife carrying competition where uh, do you think that came from like they carry their wives on their back like the wife is upside down and then the picture I saw is like the man is carry like the woman's legs are kind of like wrapped around his neck and she's like upside mm-hmm. down on his back
0: that definitely seems like something from like the Netherlands or something right
1: Um, let me go back. So that one is from, um, wife carrying. It's an actual sport. Okay. Um, it's in Finland. Um, there are some competitions in Wisconsin and Michigan though.
0: For wife carrying?
1: For wife carrying.
0: Oh yeah. Have you, did you, have you seen the, I saw a video of, there was like a, at some state fair in some like state they had like the husband calling competition where the wives like go up on stage and there's a microphone and it's like a competition and they all like call their husbands and like whoever has the best husband call is like the winner. Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh. The competitions in this world are so strange.
0: That's so interesting.
1: Okay. We have a, um, for our first podcast, we had a request of what to chat about. So, This person wants to know how we can have a play-based program without spending a ton of money. Mm. And I think this is like, this is one of my, I love chatting about this because you can seriously spend zero money or very small in order to create a play-based program. So I think, should we chat about like what's necessary in a play-based environment first? Yeah. Yeah. And then go into like some of our favorite things and like some tips on how to find things.
0: Yes, because we all know that we will spend so much money on our classrooms. And so it's good to find ways to not spend as much money or not spend any money at all and get the same or even a better experience.
1: Yes, because like when you find used or free things, then you're not worried about Mm -hmm. ruining things.
0: Exactly.
1: So, like, I feel like the children's experience can be better because you're not going to be saying, "No, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do that." Mm-hmm. Because, it, exactly,
0: like- and and then it's like, oh, they're like, oh, cool, we can like reuse these random things and use them for other things, and it gets them yeah. in that kind of mindset as well, and kind of away from that everything has to be purchased brand new and look perfect yeah. and look like this, and and all of that.
1: Well, a great example right off the top of my head was we had somebody donate an old, like a dollhouse, and mm. the children, like it was like really primary colors and yeah it was around Halloween. And uh, one of the kiddos said something about wanting to make a haunted house or something. And I go, well, what do you need for a haunted house? And we need it to be black and all these things. And I was like, well, do you want to make one? And they're like, yeah. So I just went and I grabbed the old play it like the old dollhouse. Yeah. I'm like, "Here, here's some of this, here's some black paint, go to town." Yes. And they did. And then they actually like painted that house so many times over the years mm-hmm. that it just mm-hmm. like is always different now.
0: That's so, so cool.
1: So, yeah. Um okay, so what things do we need to what things are necessary in a play-based program? Is there anything that's absolutely necessary?
0: Huh. I would and- say <clears throat> I would say in an open-minded adult. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Maybe not a yeah, physical yeah, yeah. thing,
0: but an open-minded adult who is kind of willing and ready to, you know, think about childhood and education a little bit differently.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think that's the number one thing. Um, I also wow. think that it's interesting to talk about what, play actually looks like when it's done like in a way that is for the children. Right. Because I feel like so often we have programs who will be like, Oh yeah, they, they play or they have their like free play time or they have like this free choice time. Right. But then when you like really think about it, it's actually not. So I think like you, the environment has to have actual play in it. Like it has to be actual play that isn't created by by us
1: right so play is free so that's good
0: (laughs) play is free
1: play is free um and as far as like the environment goes i feel like there needs to be opportunities for all of the things that children need for whole child development. Mm -hmm. So large motor, fine motor, um, access to lots of books, Mm -hmm. um, art experiences, sensory experiences, um, being able to engage in imaginative play and have some Mm -hmm. materials around that, Mm -hmm. outdoor play, Mm open-ended materials. Um, Yes, yes. I feel like all of those things are necessary like additions to play but mm-hmm. oftentimes when children have less materials they're more creative. Yep. Um so like I mean we could there's a couple ways we could go about this. I mean we can totally go about this as in a way of like setting up an environment cheaply. But I think that mm-hmm. this this question is more about like how do we provide play experiences without Mm -hmm. spending a ton of money on supplies? So, um, I
0: mean, that's the great thing about a play-based environment, right? Is that this, this idea of supplies, right. And what supplies are, you know, is, is much different than in like a traditional program, right. Because when we think about a traditional program, it's like, okay, I need these supplies. I need, you know, these toys, I need these activities, I need these things. Right. And a lot of those things are going to be very, um, like they're created for one purpose, right? And so when we think about a play-based environment, the, the word supplies is going to take on a different meaning because it's not going to be what we normally think about. And that's the interesting thing to me is like thinking outside the box when it comes to things that the children can use in their play. Yeah. And kind of thinking away from like they have to have like – these specifically made play things, right? And just kind of giving them lots of opportunities with just real things that are found in the world for them to kind of explore and play with. That's that's what the supplies would be.
1: Yeah. What, do you know what's interesting is when I talk about this and like come up with all these ideas, like I instantaneously want to open up my little own, like, two day a week art process program mm-hmm. that just, children just come and like have free access to all the materials and create. Things. Yes. Yes. Like, how amazing would that be?
0: I would, I would go to that. I know. I love it. I love I, it. But yeah, I think just like thinking about, thinking about, how you set up the room differently, just thinking differently about these sorts of things, right? Yeah. Because there's so many things out there that the children can use for their play and to expand their play that we probably don't even really think about, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So many
0: things that we might throw away or not consider using in the classroom, but can give sometimes better experiences than those kind of um single use type of toys or activities
1: what if we could rethink everything where it's like you're rethinking the furniture and everything yes. a table doesn't have to be a traditional table like what if there's no rules around what is used for what yep what if like shelves are also seen as large motor Climbing mm-hmm. structures. Like yes. what yes. if everything you could just erase everything that you've come to know as like what a table is or what a shelf is yep. and what things should be used for and completely throw that out. And as long as children are safe, like, does it matter mm-hmm. if they're using a shelf as a bunk bed exactly. or using a table as a diving board into a pool?
0: Exactly.
1: Because those things happened in the program that I founded. Like, I have the most amazing videos of those things happening.
0: I love that. Because we just
1: reimagined what everything is there for.
0: Exactly. And that is, like, I think that's such a huge part of that. It's really just shifting the way that we think about the work that we do and what it's supposed to be like, right? Like, that's always something that was in my head, at least was like, oh, I need to do this, this certain way. This has to be done this way. They can't do this. They can't do this. And it becomes this just like exhausting time, right? Because I'm not focused on the children or their play. I'm focused on making sure everything is in this specific order, the specific way that it's supposed to be. Instead of just letting go of all of that and being like, hey, I'm in this classroom with these 12 year old kids and we're just going to have some fun today and we're going to figure it out as we go. And we're going to explore things in a different way. And we're going to just create a space that's not only fun and exciting for them, but fun and exciting for us at the same time. Because I feel like we lose the fun and excitement when we are bogged down by like, everything has to be a certain way. Everything has to be done this way. These things can only be used this way. We can't use this. You know, it's like it takes away like the fun and the play for, for them and for us.
1: Yeah. Yes, it does. It was so much fun being in the classroom and seeing them use things in ways that our adult lenses Mm -hmm. don't Mm -hmm. see. Like one Mm -hmm. of my favorite moments ever is we had these two little handheld plungers and a kiddo on a, um, giant like wooden truck. It was like a semi-truck. And they were laying on the truck with like airplane style with their belly on the roof of the truck. And they had the two plungers in their hands and they would suction them to the floor. And then they would pull themselves forward, <laughs> like propel themselves forward with the suction that they created on the plungers on the floor. And then they would remove the plungers, stick them to the floor, a foot in front of them, and pull again. And it, it was like the children are so much more creative than adults and if we can just like stop saying no and like this is what needs to be used for this and just Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. let children have full ownership over this space as long as they're safe yeah Um, and because
0: those those kind of things wouldn't have even happened if you hadn't created that space for them right and so that's what's so cool to see is all these things that children do and all these things that children create and make up when we allow them you know the the space and the time to just do whatever they want and learn however they want right it's, okay,
1: but it's, but Samuel, what how are they ever going to learn the proper use of a shelf if you let them use it as bunk beds? How are they ever going to learn how to use a scissors properly if you just let them use it on whatever they want?
0: Well, first of all, what is the proper use for a shelf? Proper use, I could do whatever I want with the shelves in my house, right? If I yeah. wanted to use them in another way, I could use them in another way. Who's going to say anything? Nobody um
1: i have shelves stacked on shelves in my house exactly like
0: like so to give me
1: more shelf space like i stacked them like yes yeah
0: and it's like those things like just rethinking everything you know like who says that's the way shelves are supposed to be yeah and children okay they're going to learn how to use the scissors because if they're using them in a way that doesn't work because scissors work in a certain way if they're using them in a weird way that isn't working, they're going to figure out, okay, oh, hey, this isn't doing what I want it to do, so what else could I do to make it do what I want it to do? And they're going to work it out themselves, and then they're going to be like, oh, cool, I figured out how to work the scissors. Look, I figured out how to yeah. work the scissors. And they're going to like feel so cool about it, as opposed to us being like, that's not how you use it. Hold your hand this way. Hold your hand this way. Hold your hand this way. Right? It's just like, let them figure it out for themselves and- yeah and maybe they might cut their finger a little bit. Okay. I cut my finger almost every day when I'm in the kitchen cooking or something. Yeah. These are things that just happen and then I cut my finger and I'm like, "Oh, I should probably not cut as fast or I probably not put my finger as close to this thing." It's it's what life is about, but we take those things away from them. Yeah. Um when we when we try to like control everything that they're doing instead of just letting it be, letting them explore, letting them discover.
1: Oh my gosh. It's so magical. Okay, should we, it's so magical.
0: Should we, okay. Should we say some things? Should we say some items that you could yeah. get for no money or yeah. Free. very little money?
1: For Okay, let's do um art supplies.
0: Okay, let's things see. Things you can use I, it for
1: process art.
0: I love art supplies because literally anything can be used as an art supply which is like the coolest part about it right yeah yeah but it's like i don't know really anything like how many magazines and newspapers do we throw away every time right how many magazines or newspapers do we get in the mail the free junk mail like we throw that away every single day right bring it in they can use that right um buttons or fabric um, yarn, little needles so they can like start sewing and stuff. All those things you probably either have at your house or know someone that has them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Starbucks cups, cups that you get from restaurants oh, yeah. are really awesome to use. Bring those in, wash them out or whatever, and then they can cut them, they can glue them, they can like build with them. Yogurt those cups. are super fun. Or they could use the Starbucks cup and act like they're drinking a Starbucks because they exactly. love that, right? It's these things that we like. Automatically think are just like trash, right? And we're like, oh, we we can't do anything with that. We can't do anything with that. But it's like if you bring all these things in, wine corks, right? How many wine corks do we throw out all the time? Yeah, bring those in.
1: I have a tip. Anything could be.
0: Can I tell Brooks, you my tip it. about wine corks? Yes, yes. So I it.
1: learned this because we had a um parent in our program, a dad who worked for a winery, and he brought in a huge bag of new corks, and he's like, here, do you want these? And we were like, absolutely, yes. And he goes, well, we were were corking yesterday and uh, you can't, once the bag is opened of corks and you get done bottling, you can't reuse that bag later because they're not like sanitized anymore or whatever. So they have to like sometimes throw away giant bags if they Mm -hmm. don't get through all of them in when they're corking wine so you can go to any winery and ask hey what do you got for that's, corks? Good. Mm-hmm. that's awesome and then we like one of my favorite things we ever did was give children glue guns and then let them oh, build so with corks cool. like use that's the cork so cool. oh my gosh it was so fun
0: and how cool to use a glue gun right like yeah how cool is that for like a kid but in it like that's what's so cool about art is also shifting what art is right like letting them use whatever they want to use, however they want to use it, you know, and like kind of shifting what So I feel like so often people, people see art as something that is like, yeah, do whatever you want. But then when it comes to it, they're like, well, no, you have to do it like this certain way. Right. Yeah. Um, I remember I had this boy one time we were he wanted to make a snowman. And so he just took all the stuff and like painted whatever on his blue piece of paper and then put like 50 googly eyes on it. And like, I put it up on the wall and his mom was very upset and she was like, I really need to teach it. He needs to get into like an art class and learn how to do art because this isn't, this isn't right. Aww. And I was like, no, she was super nice, but I'm like, no, like he had a really awesome story about why this snowman had 50 eyes and it was this really imaginative thing that he did. And so it's like, even just shifting that, like anything can be used as art. Yeah, They can use anything to create art. Even if you had like. You know, sometimes we'll have like really old, like just keyboards from old like computers, yeah. right? They can take the buttons off of those yes. and use those as art. Like they can use the cord as art. Like just yeah, it's just really thinking differently about the items that that we see every day, or you know that like okay, even right here, I have a broken. No one can see this, but I have no. a. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Explain a, it. I have a, I have a broken, busted, like, little dog toy from, like, one of the bark boxes for my dogs. And, like, literally, I could take this in and they could cut this up and yeah. they could use the fabric that's here. They could use the stuffing that's inside. They could use a little plastic squeaker and make, like, a, something oh really cool with that. And
1: they totally I was gonna, could. And I, would
0: have, and I would have thrown that away. Exactly. So it's, like, just thinking differently about the things that we have already available to us.
1: Oh, my goodness. Like, one person's trash is another person's treasure. Really?
0: I mean, really, though, there's a
1: lot of communities out there, too. If you do some sort of a search that um, have like free supply stores for teachers where people bring like mm-hmm. collections of junk or things that they have, they donate it to these places and then teachers can go in and shop for things for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so like look for things like that in your area. Um, also, you were saying something about you could put it out in Facebook groups.
0: Oh yeah. So I used to do all the time. I would post on like next door or like the neighborhood group that I would was in on Facebook in my neighborhood. And I would just say like, Hey, I'm a preschool teacher. Like if anyone has any scraps or materials or things they're throwing away, like I'd love to recycle. them and use them for the class. So people have so much junk that they want to get rid yeah. of. Right. So we got, we got like, old school typewriters we got keyboards we got uh like magnifying glasses microscopes so many just like random really cool things and i tell the story all the time because it's totally free to post on those things and it's literally you're losing nothing because if no one says anything then just starting from the beginning but i posted it one time and this um old lady commented who was a retired school teacher like she was like 80 90 years old or something And she was like, oh, can I just send you a check and you can go to Dollar Tree? And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, sure, send us a check. And I gave her the address to the school and whatever. So we got a letter from her. And it was the coolest thing to, like, read this letter from her. She wrote this really long letter in like, her little old, like, handwriting. And then she literally had a check in there for $200. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yes.
0: And we just got to get a bunch of really cool things. And it was all for me just taking five minutes to post on a page. That is page. so neat.
1: My friend, and then we
0: got – it's so cool.
1: Um, My friend Tiffany, who has a program in Washington called Play Frontier, um, she goes on Craigslist all the time, and she finds free stuff on Craigslist. So mm-hmm. in their outdoor classroom, they have a gigantic wood alligator that somebody carved out of a tree – that's so cool. Like they just, here, come get it. So she went and got it. And now they have <laughs> this giant wood alligator. Um, She also has this weird looking, Um, it must've been something from like making beer mm. that she got from a local brewery that was just like, hey, somebody want this? And it's like this mm-hmm. big drum thing, but it has like almost like this little door that children could go inside. That's so cool but it's open. It's not like a door that opens and closes. So it's like a hole and it's like a little cubby space. But like, if you put your head in there and you talk, it is so loud. It's wild. Anyways, she's found some really cool things on Craigslist that people are getting rid of. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. And Facebook
1: marketplace too.
0: Yes. Just thinking differently about the materials that we see all the time, right? And Yeah,
1: I mean, like before tables, you throw
0: something. Yes,
1: you can just go and get tables from any. I mean, get them free and then cut the legs off so they're yep. shorter. Like, yep, you can have tree stumps for benches or for seating if your licensing allows that. Sometimes they, found, they want you to have real chairs, but
0: yeah, we found like um, old like doors from like an apartment complex, like in like a dump dumpster kind of area, yeah. like. Old wooden doors with like they didn't have the handles on them. And I literally used that at the top of a table. Yes. And then our tables were like, then the kids could do whatever they want exactly. the, the table because it's just an old funky door that we found. And so the tabletop ended up being like covered in paint and glue yeah. and all these things like were on it all the time. And it was like, we literally just made this table for free. So it's like before you like throw something out think about how you could use it or how a child could use it in your program. And then go look at stuff that other people have thrown out. Like I could go to my dumpster right here in my apartment complex and we have two wood pallets sitting on the patio that we're going to use to make a shelf in our house. So it's like thinking just differently about things because then you don't have to spend any money. Stop spending money.
1: Exactly. Okay. Um, I do feel like you need glue, though.
0: Lots of lots glue. of
1: glue and lots of tape. So if you are going to spend glue, some money on something, tape. those are some things that I think you need <laughs> to spend money but those on. Are,
0: but those are also things that you could literally put as like your classroom wish list, yes. and the parents can bring those things, the families can bring those exactly. things to you, or post your classroom wish list on these neighborhood groups. Yes. People will either have stuff or people out there, are re- they really love things that have to do with children and helping children. And so yes. if you're on there and you're like, I'm a preschool teacher, we need some tape. There's going to be some person in your yeah. neighborhood who will go to Staples and buy you a $100 right. worth of tape.
1: Or somebody who works for 3M and can go get it yes. really cheap at 3M. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yes, lots of glue, lots of tape, and let them use as much of it as they want to.
1: Exactly. Yes. All of it. Yeah. Okay. So things to fill like sensory table. Do you have any I like things Ooh. that are cheaper free for sensory play?
0: Um walks, ro- rocks, water, dirt. Yes. All those things are totally free and outside. And I like sensory things because you can also like invite the children. Like, hey, like so here where I live in Portland area, there's kids are always like hiking and outside because there's a ton of nature here. So it was like, hey, if you find things this weekend when you're out hiking, bring some stuff in and they'll bring so many cool like nature items, so many cool things from outside Mm, that we can use for sensory, right? Um, Spices is another cool thing that I like to use um, for sensory because like, number one, you already probably have a ton of spices at your house. And if you don't, like they're like 50 cents at Walmart. And so you get like some spices and they can like do that. Or Or, like dried um, herbs. Yeah, we. Mm -hmm. I found... A mortar, a mortar and pestle at Goodwill for like two dollars, and oh, nice. I would just put whatever, and then the kids could put whatever they wanted in there and be like, yeah. "Hey, could I smash this?" And it'd be like rocks or something, and I'm like, "I don't know, try it." And so, that's sensory exploration for them. What things can break? What yeah. what's inside of these acorns? What's inside of these nuts? What's inside of these things? Right? Um, spices are really good. Um, what do you have? Oh, it's on your list. On my of list, things?
1: I have water because, like, water is really is... free and it's one of the most amazing things. Perfect. Um, you can also like add watercolor paint or temper paint to water to change the color mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to do mystery water, so black temper paint in the water because then you can't see what's in the water
0: and then you can put a whole bunch of
1: fun stuff in there for them to try to find that's always a fun one to do around halloween if your community Mm -hmm. celebrates halloween in any way um i I have a few food items and some programs are against kind of using maybe not against but uh what's the word there's food insecurity so they yeah yeah don't want to use food in their sensory table, but if that's, um, not your area of the world or your community or your philosophies, um, you can get coffee, like leftover coffee grounds from coffee shops and Mm -hmm. dry it out and use coffee, um, rice, you can get giant bags of rice for very cheap and you can color it or not. And that lasts for a very, very long time. We live in a, community where we have a lot of farmers so we've had farmers bring in corn um on the cob like dried but also off the cob and soybeans we had somebody bring in a giant bucket of soybeans that were super fun um that we had at one point and if you're going to spend any money on one, my favorite sensory filler is kinetic sand. So if you're going to oh, yeah. buy any one thing, that would be the number mm-hmm. one that I would say to spend money on is actual totally. kinetic sand and a lot
0: of it. Totally. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. But even like, I mean, even the things that we were talking about before, like the glue and the tape, like that could be used as sensory, like yeah, fill a bowl, fill a bowl full of glue and let them play in it yeah like i i actually like literally showed the kids one time like because you know when i was a kid like we would squeeze the glue bottle yes. on your hand yeah and like it would like stick and then you peel it off and so i showed it to them and they thought it was like the coolest thing ever Oh my god! and so then for like two weeks all they used for the glue was to stick it on their hands and like high five each other and stuff <gasps> and i'm like this is awesome
1: so fun. what a cool
0: sensory experience and then peel it off yeah. and you can see like all the lines from your hand and stuff like oh it's my cool
1: gosh. so fun Um, And also with all those sensory things, like all of the tools that you need to go along with, like for dumping and pouring and whatnot, you can get all of those things like out of your own kitchen that you're not using anymore, or you can get them for really cheap at garage sales, or you can put Mm -hmm. another thing out on your Facebook or your Instagram and say, Hey, we need donations of cups and measuring cups and funnels, and people will clean out their cupboards for you. And totally. be like Here, Everyone I'm has
0: so much extra. Like there's so many. If you literally, if you just like look through your kitchen seriously, like right now, you would probably find bags full of stuff that you could take back to your program and use because Yeah. We 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 live in this society of like we need so much of everything. So it's like, why do I have thirty plates in my kitchen when there's two people that live in my house? Yeah. So it's like take some of those plates, you know, use those um i've done it before where we've gotten like gone to goodwill and got stuff like that and then it's like kind of fun because sometimes if the kids are like want to break something like i'm like oh we could take this plate outside do you want to see what would happen if you like threw it against the wall and then it kind of breaks and then you know obviously we're all safe but still it's like there's there's different experiences that they can have right that are more than just like what we what we're thinking yeah things are used for right so yeah oh my goodness yes um let's see what other things
1: what about like loose parts
0: oh gosh what are some of your faves so good um let's see so i really love i love scrap wood yeah um i love like finding any sorts of scraps so like Even if you just, there's, like, any, like, housing, like, building projects by you. Like, just literally they have so much stuff in those dumpsters that those construction people throw out. Um, Looking at those, I like um, using, like, different types of, like, rope and things for them to explore and tie and do things like that. Um, I love bringing in, like, scraps of fabric or scraps of, like, those, um, like, paint sample things are always really fun for them to use even if you got like the one that like spins right with like all the paint things those are really fun to use um but literally again anything i know literally cardboard
1: boxes i have any packaging materials oh Um, yeah the drawer liner this is one of my favorites that you buy in rolls it's kind of like sticky tacky like you can leave it in the big roll, but we would cut ours into chunks and children use them for everything. And then you can also like, they have holes in them. So you can give them a needle and like do some, yes. um, yes. like stringing or sewing practice with yes. them. If yes. you're into that. Um, we live in an area where there's a lot of hunting. And mm. so like some of our favorite loose parts have been like animal tails and, nice. um, we have a moose antler that was amazing. Mm. Like became one of the m- most coveted things in the program Yeah, um, that because it was giant and kids could sit on it and use it as like a rocking boat and they could That's turn so it over cool. and make it like a tunnel for cars or whatever. Um, so that was a fun thing. And like mailing tubes. Um, those are fun. Gutter chunks. Um, rocks like I. I know we've said Mm -hmm. rocks a couple times but like rocks are just so cool and they all yes even if you just like wet them down like that's a great sensory thing too to put Mm -hmm. them in the sensory table with some water and like they look so different when they're wet
0: yes yes
1: Um, yes for outside like I loved having composite decking samples you could go to like a
0: yeah that's really um, cool
1: you know like a lumber yard or whatever and have, yeah, yeah. see if they have any samples of composite decking cuz then it doesn't rot outside it won't decompose. That's
0: really um,
1: cool. Um so I used to love that and then tires, tires, tires were one of my favorite. Are... Bike tires, race car tires, yes. regular tires, tractor yes. tires.
0: Yeah. We had a we had a dad that worked for like Les Schwab or some tire place and he literally brought <laughs> us like two like Giant, like big rig tires that were like literally took like five of us to like move into the yard, and they were like the coolest things ever.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: So cool. That's
1: amazing. Oh. I like
0: those. Um, I like those like big. Um, I don't know what you call them. They're like big spools that I oh. guess they like wrap electrical like, spools.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
0: big ones. Those are fun. Yes. Um, pallets are always fun. Yes. Um, to do. Like just, um, yes. like, just a
1: slide from somebody's old swing set. Like, just the slide. And children can yep. carry it around and do whatever they want with it. Yep. Use it as yep. a loose part. Mm-hmm.
0: Metal, um, like, oil trays for, like, under your car are always really fun, too. Because mm-hmm. um, they can, yeah, slide, sled with those. They can – they're magnetized, so they could do things like that with them. Um, and it Fine. just – I mean, honestly, like – The best is like when the yard just looks kind of like a junkyard, Junkyard. right? Exactly. It's just like a ton of random things and they just are able to, because there's no expectation as to what the things are supposed to be, their creativity expands so much more because if you give them just a truck, a plastic toy truck, right? Yeah, they might have fun with it, but there's really only one thing they can do yeah. with that truck. Right. And so their creativity isn't going to expand as much as if you were to just give them these things that we're talking about now. Because yeah. It's, it's limitless what they could do with it.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Makes me want to like, just. I know. Uh, I know, Open another program.
0: <laughs> I want to like go to like, I want to like go to like a junkyard right now and like find a bunch of stuff.
1: I know. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, that's I mean, we could probably come up with a million more ideas. Yeah. I do have a freebie that people can go and, oh, yeah, check out. It's like, um, a bunch of different play idea lists, and there's lists in there for sensory items, um bringing the outdoors in and the indoors out. Um, there's like cutting pool ideas because we used to have a what we call a cutting pool idea. in our program where we would just. Like kiddie pool with things that children can cut. Um, so we, I have that on my website, KristenRBPeterson.com, but I'll also link it underneath this episode. So you can go and download the list of all the things. I think there's like, yeah, loose parts list, nature play. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of them. So you can download that. I'll put it in the show
0: notes. Love it.
1: Okay onward ho what did you just call me <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: We have ah. to figure
1: out a creative way to end each episode yeah so I'll
0: this, just call you is, a ho
1: and we'll end it there yeah
0: exactly that's it <laughs> oh. Okay. this is so much fun and seriously like anything that y'all want us to talk about like let us know like This is going to be so much fun. Yeah.
1: Send us Instagram messages. Email us. Yes. Um, You can email me at hello at KristenRBPeterson.com. What's your email address?
0: My email is Samuel Broden at honoringchildhood.org.
1: Amazing. So send us podcast questions and we will answer them. Yes. Okay. Goodbye, Samuel.
0: Goodbye.
1: Thank you for listening. You can find me at kristinrbpeterson.com. And where can we find you?
0: You can find me at honoringchildhood.org. Thank
1: you for listening. If Thank you would you. be so kind to leave us a five-star review, we would be so appreciative.
0: We would love you forever.